bros this is the all bros podcast i am jonathan and i'm caleb and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life uh this week on the podcast we will be talking about some up and coming uh pops uh we got some avengers endgame leaks as well as some star wars celebration and some little mermaid uh, we got some uh, Blu-rays that came out this week. We got Mary Poppins Returns and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, and then we got some Through the Wall news. Uh, the Disney-Fox merge deal is finally complete. The Fantastic Four and X-Men are home. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, and then got news that actually broke last week, last Friday, I believe. Wasn't it last Friday? I think it was Friday. Okay. Uh, that James Gunn is back with Disney. And that he will be directing Guardians 3. Hallelujah. Uh, And then we're going to talk about uh, something that we sadly, and I feel awful for this, forgot to bring up when we reviewed Captain Marvel. We're going to talk about Stanley's cameo in there. I feel like a piece of shit for forgetting that. Yep. We also got a bit of a grade change with with it too. Because my system was a little bit flawed. What the hell, man? You know what? What? You can make it next time. Okay, I will, and I'll make it better. Anyway, my system was a little flawed. I fixed it, and it actually bumped the Captain Marvel grade up a bit. Oh, yeah. It didn't gr- bump it up like a whole ton. Just I feel, enough. though, it like <laughs> bumped it up to, I think, what it deserves more more so. Yeah. Um, And then this week's Sneak Peeks, we got our first full-length trailer for Toy Story 4. Uh, we got another trailer for Long Shot, st- starring Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Uh, and then we got our first trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hells yes. Yeah. And then our main event of the evening will be our All Bros breakdown of How to Train Your Dragon Dos. Heck yes. So what do you say we get started? I say let's freaking do it. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna say this right now. I will never talk like that again. Yeah, let's let's yeah. not do that. Okay, all right. I think only Christian can do that voice. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Okay, back on subject here. Uh, so with adventures and hunting, we got a couple. Well, actually, you know what? Let's talk about uh Star Wars Celebration pops because I know a lot of people are pissed off about these because Funko is kind of being a little bit lazy. Um, and is literally doing all of these Star Wars Celebration Pops in blue chrome and gold chrome. Yep. Frickin' ye. <laughs> uh, so for blue chrome, we got Darth Vader, we got Princess Leia, we got, uh, I want to say that's a Stormtrooper. Or is that a Clone Trooper? I have no idea. I can never tell the difference. Sorry. Uh, it looks like a Stormtrooper. Okay, it's a Stormtrooper. Uh, we got Chewbacca, Yoda, and I think that's Jango Fett. Could be Boba I, Fett. It, it could be Jango Fett. Shouldn't it be Jango Fett since he's blue? Sure. Okay. Uh, and then with gold, it's the absolute same damn thing. Ooh. Are you freaking serious? Lazy. I thought they were at least. A li- I thought they were different characters. Dude, they should have done it like in the color chrome that the character comes in. Like Darth Vader should have come in like a black chrome. Uh, what other ones? Princess Leia should have yeah. come in like a 
white. Yeah. Chewbacca should have been like brown. A br- yeah, and a brown. And then Yoda green. Gr- Yoda green, and then Boba Jango Fett you green keep, or blue, whatever. Yeah, whichever. Whoever um, you are. And then the last two, which I think are going to be shared exclusives, um, are Darth Maul and uh, Watto. I think that's how you stand- say his name, Watto. I think it's Watto. Okay. Uh, I really want that Darth Maul really badly. The Darth Maul looks pretty badass. Um, I don't see the other half of his lightsaber, though. Well, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's there. It freaking better be. <laughs> or I'm going to throw a BF. Or you have to do that, uh, like what we saw at GameStop, where you have to buy his, oh his lightsaber twice. Yeah. Um, some backstory on that. We went to GameStop today, and they were selling uh, replica lightsabers, the FX lightsabers, and they had Obi-Wan, then they had uh, Mace Mace Windu, Windu, and they had Darth Maul, but you only got one half of Darth Maul's lightsaber. You don't get the full double-edged lightsaber, and that's bullshit. (laughs) So you have to spend $300 to be Darth Maul. Yep. Um. All right, and then the next one we got is the um, Kiss the Girl movie moment from The Little Mermaid, which will be a Target exclusive. So uh, I can already count this off as not getting it. There's no way I'm getting that. Yeah. I wish you luck trying to get it for Brielle. Dude, It's that's going to be a freaking bitch and a half. You got this. You might have to resort to eBay. I might have to resort to freaking pushing kids. Monster. Oh, dude, I'll fight a bitch. I will <laughs> fight a bitch. <laughs> Just for the little mermaid. Just for the little mermaid. Like no freaking remorse. Like I won't even think twice and I'll sleep like a baby. Okay, so this is kind of fail. Oh, Link has been taken down. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What? The um the link that showed the uh, Infinity War pops got taken down, end but game. yeah, sorry, Endgame. Um, but they released that, so we actually got them all. I actually want to see this, but they're call they're they're putting Hawkeye. They're not putting Ronan. So is he even called Ronan? I don't think they're going to call him Ronan. Okay, I just, think he's just going to be still going to be. Hawkeye. Well, they still don't ever call him Hawkeye. They call him Clint. Yeah, or Barton. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, That's, anyway. Yeah. All right, well, so we got... So, at first, it was just going to be the leaks of them, but it looks like we got the whole line here, which Hell is yeah. awesome. Oh, we even got... Oh, they even got the uh, pens, too. The, the pop, what? The pop pens. Ooh. They even have Hulk. Fa! <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, Funko! <laughs> uh, all right, so in this line, we got... Tony Stark, and these are like all of them in their Quantum Realm suits, except for uh, Hawkeye and Thanos. And Captain Marvel. And uh, War Machine. Yeah, War Machine's not wearing his. He's not? No, it doesn't look like it. Let me see. He, it does not look like he is. Yeah. Interesting. And Captain Marvel doesn't look like she's wearing one either. Huh. Those three are special. Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, so in this line, we got Tony Stark. We got Captain America. 
We got Hulk, which uh, I guess Caleb's okay with him wearing the Quantum Realm suit. I'm okay with if everyone else is wearing the Quantum Realm suit, I'm cool. Okay. But it's if he's wearing like some Avengers bullshit suit that I'm gonna like snap. Okay. All you right. better be in the shorts at least <laughs> once in this damn movie. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, and then we got Thor. We got Thanos, which he, he's in his armor and he's got his like awesome sword. So I really want that one. Uh, and then we got Black Widow. We got Ant Man, Nebula, Hawkeye, War Machine, and Captain Marvel in this line. And all of them look fantastic. They do. Like, beautiful. I'm hoping I don't get screwed over with Hulk. Um, Knowing your luck, you probably will. Yeah, probably. JK. Dude, something I'm surprised that they didn't do. And, like, you know the uh, the banner turning into Hulk figure? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do, like, a 50-50 face. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, but instead they did where it's just coming up his neck. Yeah, that would have been way cooler. Yeah, freaking lazy. <laughs> Damn it, Funko. What the hell? All right, uh, let's move on to Blu-ray weeks of... What weeks? Is I don't know. Sorry, Blu-ray releases of this week. There we go. I'm getting it. I'm so getting it. Um, so this week we got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and Mary Poppins Returns. I got the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse steelbook, of course, and this sucker sold out fast. Like, I went on uh, Best Buy's website at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was sold out on the website. Damn. I was like, damn. Uh, was that a jinx? Did we both say damn at the same time? Technically, no. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I picked up my copy, there was only about six in the store, and I was the first one to get it. Holy shit. Yeah, there were not a lot of copies of this. Um, so, definitely had to pick that up. It sucks that it's not 4K, though. I even I know I don't have 4K yet, but it kind of sucks that it's just a Blu-ray DVD, digital, uh, Blu-ray DVD steelbook. I think Sony kind of missed out on an opportunity to release it on 4K. I mean, it's more money. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, and then the other release this week was Mary Poppins Returns, which I did not buy the Steelbook or the Target exclusive Digibook because I I liked this movie. I thought it was really it was it was good. It was really good, but I didn't love it to the point where I'm going to spend thirty five dollars on it. This would be an interesting one to do a breakdown on, like yeah. later down the line. I think we should. You just gotta. I I just gotta wait to get the movie in the mail because I ordered my copy off eBay. Right. So, yeah, because I'm I'm very interested to see what you think of this movie. Yeah, I am yeah. too. Um, but at the same time, like I kind of regretted a little bit not getting the steelbook because seeing it in person, it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm like shit. <laughs> but I like the normal version too because it's just Mary Poppins on there. So. I don't know. I kind of like that better. Hmm. Yeah. I can't really complain. I only spent $16 on it brand new. I got it for a super good deal. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Um. All right. Shall we move, in, move on to Through the Wall? Let's do it. Cool. All right. So with Through the Wall, we got our first big news event which is the Disney Fox deal has officially gone through. Deadpool is now an official Disney character. 
He is officially a Disney princess. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you see Ryan Reynolds' yes. uh, post? <laughs> yeah, Deadpool's on the school bus to Disney. I was. Uh, I don't think he could have like done his a celebration for Deadpool in a better way. That was that was perfect. That was it, amazing. I want the all the the X Men to be recast, but I want Ryan Reynolds to be the only thing that stays consistent. I think they've actually said that uh, that uh, Deadpool is the only. Um, x-men character that's not going to be rebooted oh in disney thank you yeah <laughs> yeah i do Dude, I, I want him to come into the <laughs> x mansion and be like who the hell are you <laughs> dude i think there would be way too much backlash if they recasted uh deadpool there is not a single person that could replace ryan reynolds nope uh-uh like i can i can't think of anyone no that i can't can replace ryan reynolds he I, is Deadpool like yes. anytime I hear Dead or anytime I see Deadpool or whenever I read comics like the Spidey Pool yeah. comics, I always read it in his voice. Yeah, same. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope he plays Deadpool forever. Like I don't even care if he gets like super old and want d- and plays Deadpool. Like, oh, I just want to hear him say "f you, Mickey" at least once. Well, he can't now. I know, <laughs> but. Can he though? Please. Disney's not gonna let him bash the mouse. I know. That'd still be funny. It'd be hilarious, yeah. but it's it's not going to. Damn it. <laughs> um, and I really don't have much to say about this. It's awesome news. Like it's it's, ha- it's amazing aw- news. It's awesome to see the X Men and Fantastic Four back where they belong. I wonder how quickly they're going to jump on doing the X Men. And the uh, Fantastic Four in the MCU. Yeah, like, gonna, I, I, I feel like X-Men, they'll probably jump right on. Um, I don't know about Fantastic Four. You don't? Uh, I, I know, uh, the I think the director of X-Men, Dark Phoenix, has actually said that he feels um, with this whole merge thing that it's actually uh, hurting uh, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix a lot. When it comes to like people wanting to see it. The director said that? I think so. Or No, it's some... because you directed a shitty movie, asshole. Or it might not have been the director. It might have been just someone that worked on the movie. I can't remember. It's because you made a shitty movie, asshole. (laughs) Okay, calm down. That's why no one wants to see it. No one wants to see it because it's garbage. I assume. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I wasn't pointing that out. I was pointing out that was kind of a shitty accent. What? You're, You're garbage. You're, you're, it wasn't terrible. It could have been a lot better. Everyone's a critic. Damn right. <laughs> um, Anna, do you have anything else to say on the subject? Not really. Um, like I said, I'm excited to see just how quickly they jump on this. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, Kevin Feige. I'm not sure if it was Kevin Feige. It might have been someone else, but they're jumping on. Working on an X Men versus Avengers movie, and I think I would shit myself from f- fanboy. I would too. First End Game now this, dude. That oh. would be that would be the next big hitter. For oh me. yeah. Oh hands down. Like End Game is just like is like the f- is like Phase One. Is like 
for me is like the MCU phase one yeah. of big ass movies. Avengers versus X Men is going to be number two. Is like my phase two. Okay. Do you think maybe Infinity War could maybe be counted a little bit above Endgame just because it actually like included almost all the characters? Because we don't know like what's gonna happen in Endgame. So it's mostly just focusing on the like the OG Avengers. Right. What do you think? Like so I know like phase one, it went from like the first Iron Man to Avengers. Yep. But I'm talking like as a fanboy. Okay. Phase one is like from Iron Man to Endgame, and then they like as a fanboy. Okay. That's my fanboy phase one. Oh, okay. My fanboy phase it. two is going to start from Spider Man Far From Home and end with Avengers, Avengers versus X Men. <laughs> Dude, but like I want to see, I want them to cast not so well known people in these roles. And I want them to be willing to make movies where they cameo in each, each other's. I can agree with you because I had no idea who Tom Holland was when they cast him as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Neither did I. Yeah. And look where we are now. He's the best Spider-Man, in my opinion, we've ever had. Oh, easily yeah. the best Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have anything else? I do not. All right, let's move to the next one, which is James Gunn has officially been rehired by Disney to direct and write, but I think the script's already written, unless he decides to change anything. He's come back for Guardians 3. The prodigal son has returned. (laughs) Your freaking Toy Story 3 reference. It's Toy Story 2 reference, you dumbass. Our prospector uh, says that's what it. Freaking stupid! Wow, you suck. Whatever, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so James Gunn is back. Hallelujah! 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 I don't know how to. Whatever. <laughs> oh, that was too good. Um, I don't really have anything. It's just so great. It is so good. I so you sent me the the article. Yep. And actually, you just sent me a picture that said he's back. Yeah. And I was like, f yeah, like that just made my morning. Gave me my week. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that Disney. Like you heard the story of how they kind of came to to that right yeah and i think like one of the biggest some point out the biggest selling point is how well and how professional james gunn handled it because literally all he said you know like i understand disney's you know decision and i respect whatever they decide to do and he basically just left social media he did nothing until they reinstated him and he said you know like i want to thank you to everyone who supported me and everything like he didn't try to fight back fire back nothing he handled this so professionally that I truly applaud him, and I think that was one of I think uh, that was one of the biggest selling points for Disney. Just saying, like, okay, yeah, this guy did some bad things in the past with you know, like, but it's you know, it's old him. Someone decided to dig it up, which they shouldn't have, but whatever. Um, but he handled this so well. He didn't try to fight us. Nothing that I think we should give him a second chance. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad that they hired him back. I'm so like this is just going to make Volume Three that much better. Yes, completely agree. And I wonder how this is going to work now that he, because he's still doing uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, and he says that this is basically a reboot. Yeah, it's going to be called. Uh, so it's not Suicide Squad Two anymore. It's called the Suicide Squad. Yep. Which actually sounds better than Suicide Squad. It does. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad. And I'm hoping that... Uh, I hope he gets to continue on in both fields. I, I mean, I know that there's kind of like a conflict of interest for most nerds. But I, yeah, I, but... I want to see DC and Marvel excel. Oh, me too. Hands like, down. I want people to not laugh at the thought of a at of superhero movies, like yes. And Black Panther fr- and Infinity War freaking threw anyone who's laughed at it threw that in their face. Been like, ha, we made a Oscar nominated movie. Forget yep. asshole. Not only Oscar nominated, Oscar winning. Hell yeah. yeah. And I think that like more dramatic directors or people that direct more dramatic films are going to not scoff at uh superhero movies from now on and i think i would personally love to see james gunn be the head of that be the one that's like making i I would love these amazing films i would love that too yeah because uh james wan dc james gunn i want him to be both because i want I want good DC movies whenever there's not a Marvel movie, and I want good Marvel movies whenever there's not a DC movie. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I'm just super pumped. Yeah, I got nothing else to say either. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it was an awkward situation. We we truly apologize. Uh, all right, let's move into our... Uh, Stan Lee cameo that we forgot to talk about last week uh, when we were reviewing when we were reviewing Captain Marvel um, and honestly this might be my favorite Stan Lee cameo this is up there this is up there I think I think the only one that I think was maybe better than this was Into the Spider-Verse okay yeah that's a good one um, those of you that don't know uh, Stanley's cameo happens when um, Captain Marvel or Veers, whichever, uh, go breaks on in breaks um, down into the uh, train, and she's uh, looking for uh, one of these shapeshifters or scrolls, whatever. And she stumbles upon Stanley reading uh, his lines for Mallrats, and uh, she pulls the script down a little bit, and he smiles at her, and then she smiles at him, and it's just like so perfect. I loved it so much, and like I almost started crying, like. I almost shed a tear. It was so sweet. I loved it. Dude, it almost got me. So I actually watched a video with Kevin Smith uh, talking about that cameo. And obviously they had to get approval for them to use the Mallrats thing in the movie. Uh, But he said that Kevin Feige called him, told him what the the cameo was going to be. And he's just like, hell yes. And Kevin Feige asked him for uh, footage 
like original like just more more takes because they because this was when he was in his weak more weakened state so they couldn't get the voice just right so that the the audio that we're hearing is him saying his line in the mall rat like this is like oh extra shit, really sh- yeah extra oh, shots that's so cool yeah oh, i thought it was freaking badass that is awesome do you know i hate that i haven't seen like any kevin smith movies i, I, I know I, Clerks, I need to see Clerks some too jay and silent bob i haven't seen anything i need to yeah i want to check out when it comes out the jay and silent bob reboot so, yeah i want to see mall rats yeah yeah i want to see that one too but kevin smith is like honestly one of the best people in this fandom that like i gotta show this guy more respect because i love this guy not that we don't show you respect. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just got to see more of his work. That, that's sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah, he has a podcast that I've been wanting to listen to, so I need to get on that. Ooh, I'll check that out too. All right, um, shall we move on to this week's sneak peeks? Let's do it. Um, oh wait, we oh, forgot about our grade change. My bad. Um, so with Captain Marvel, uh, our final grade was a B for it, but after. Caleb's mess up. Yeah, sorry, I'm calling you out. What the hell? What? Bastard. Sorry. Uh, Captain Marvel has actually moved up to a B plus. Yep. I mean, not much of a great change, but still a great change. Yeah, and it works, and I think it definitely deserves it. Because the more I think about this movie, the more I really, really liked it. And honestly, I can't wait to see it again. Neither can I. All right, now shall we move to this week's sneak peeks? Let's do it. All right. So, the first one for this week is the trailer. First official trailer for Toy Story 4. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I, I'm still not getting a we needed a Toy Story 4 vibe. I do like that this is Woody's story. Um, I mean, I guess you can argue that with all the Toy Story movies, it seems kinda but it definitely seems like this is focused on woody realizing you know why he was why he's a toy and what his basically what his purpose in life is yeah um there was a lot of things that you could take from this but one of the main things that i took from it was that he was super accepting of this toy that bonnie made forky and until he tried to commit suicide yeah until he freaking tried to kill himself no but he he was super accepting everyone was just like wait what and he's just like listen this is bonnie's new main toy where we need to protect him make sure that he's always around and this that and that shows a lot of character progression it really does like looking for i was actually yeah i was hoping you were gonna bring that up um, just like from like the first one, how like Woody was so mad that uh, Buzz was Andy's new favorite toy, but now uh, Woody is really just like he's fine if he's not the main toy that gets played with. All he cares about is whoever his kid is, their happiness. That's all he cares about. Yeah, and that is true character growth, and I I really like that they pointed that out. Yeah. Um, I have to knock some points at bonnie for picking a fork it was a spork a spork over woody and buzz 
I mean, are you or, shitting me? Or Jesse, or Bullseye, or Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head. She has like a ton of very different, very amazing toys, and she chooses a freaking spork. Or Slinky, Rex, Ham, Mr. Pricklepants, uh, Dolly. Uh, shit, what was the unicorn's name? I don't Je- remember. Jeff the Garland played him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I really remember is Jeff Garland did the voice. Um, Buttercup. That's Buttercup? what it was. Yeah, Buttercup. I think that's all Bonnie's toys right now. I think oh wait, no, there so. was those like three, like the peas in the pod thing. I didn't even see them in the trailer. Yeah. Um. So when I when I first initially watched this, there was some terrifying imagery. Yeah. Um. What up with the uh, dummies? Yeah. Woody was getting chased by some freaking puppets. Slappies. Or some like what are the what are those called? Uh, oh, ventrilo- ventriloquist dolls. Yeah, ventriloquist dummies. Yeah, he was getting chased by those freaking hard, and that was freaking scary. Slappy's distant cousins. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude! I watched it with Brielle, and she was just like, "This is for kids," and yeah, I'm like, "I guess so." <laughs> seriously though, um, and also, um, so is like Bo Peep the villain? I think you brought this up to me. Yeah, she seems super villainy. Not like villain, but more like the protagonist. Yeah. The one trying to keep Woody from Bonnie. Like, especially by the line she's like, Oh, kids lose toys or kids lose toys every day. I'm just like, damn, okay. Yeah, no shit. Do you hate Andy that much? Yeah, you're a girl's toy peep. <laughs> well, wasn't was she in Molly Yeah, she was in Molly's room. Was she? Yeah, she was in Molly's room. She always had to come into Andy's room. Uh, I now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but she she does not seem like a, a cool character right now. I she, guess, she, uh, she seems like she's keeping Woody from his destiny. Yeah, and I just don't see Woody leaving, especially Buzz like that. Like they've been through way too much shit together. Yeah. And it's the messed up part is it looked like he was considering it. Yeah, yeah. Because Forky's like, well, uh, aren't we going to Bonnie Woody? And he's like, eh, give me a minute. And it's like, That's really out of character for yeah, Woody. Yeah, I completely agree. And considering like Woody's my favorite Toy Story character and my favorite Pixar character, yeah, that like, I, I don't like that at all. I, I didn't care for it either. Um, uh, another thing that I pointed out to you... Um, if that's Andy, what the hell happened to his face as a kid? Yeah, no shit. Freaking got beat by the ugly stick. Hit every branch on the way down. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, someone's pointed. A lot of people have pointed out that that might be his kid, but that's a stretch. Yeah, because Bonnie, Bonnie's the same age. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like a flash forward. Um, but Andy, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, wasn't he playing with a Buzz Lightyear and a Jesse? I want to say yes. I know if he was playing with Buzz Lightyear, but so the question is, like, if that's Andy's kid, is is Buzz Lightyear still really around? I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Just because I want that question answered, can we get a trailer number two that answers that? <laughs> I don't want to have to wait till June to get this answer. Damn it. I don't know if they're going to spoil that. I mean, they probably won't. This this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like. I think I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I've told Caleb 
I'll still be there opening night just because I love the Toy Story franchise and I love these characters so much. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them back on the big screen. But I'm not going for the story because so far I am not seeing a point for a fourth film. Yeah. That, I think that's what we're going... That's why we would be there opening night to go and see the purpose yeah. for this movie. Yeah. And... I'm afraid that there's not going to be one. Yeah, that's really scaring me. Like, I'm afraid that this might be the first mediocre reviewed Toy Story movie. Oh, that would be rough. Ugh. I don't want. I don't know if Pixar can bounce back after that, considering this is their most beloved franchise. Yeah, that's. Ugh. I guess <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, it's like, well, guess we're putting all our money on Frozen. <laughs> that's not Pixar. That's ah, whatever. <laughs> you suck. Now I think uh, their safest bet after Toy Story would probably have to be the Finding Nemo franchise. Yeah, they haven't messed that one up yet. It definitely ain't Cars because Cars Three didn't perform that well. Ah, uh, let's not talk about that. Okay, Cars Three was actually pretty good. Mm, it's better than Cars Two. Yeah, but it's freaking garbage compared to Cars. I disagree. Eh, I actually really. Eh, like you're wrong. <laughs> Asshole. Alright, this... uh, The next sneak peek of the week uh, is the uh, second trailer for Longshot, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Starring Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Um, And this one actually, like, kind of includes, like, reviews of the film already. Um, And people are saying it's really good, really funny. Rogen and Theron's chemistry is absolutely amazing. Um, It looks like it. It looks like they hit it off, like, super quick. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, I'm sold on this movie. Um, really, not the only like big new thing in this trailer was when um, Seth Rogen came down uh, into the ballroom of where they are at in a what kind of suit was it again? A traditional Scottish like suit. Yeah, and then the lady that like picked it out, she's like, "Next time, bring your own suit, dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. It was pretty great. I'm I'm fairly excited for this. I am too. Like I didn't have, well, I didn't have any hopes for it. Like when I first initially uh, saw the trailer on YouTube, not like after watching it, just seeing oh, it. Okay, I was like, wow. Really? I was just like Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Like that's not gonna work. But then after watching it, I, I have high hopes. Yeah, Seth Rogen does some. Pretty good stuff. He really does. He really does. He's definitely one of my favorite comedians working today. Like, I'm trying to think of something that I don't like him in, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I can think of one, and it wasn't his fault. Uh, it was just kind of like bad writing. It wasn't that good of a movie, Guilt Trip, with Barbara Streisand. Yeah. That one wasn't really that good. And, like I said, it's not his fault. It's just how his character was written. Yeah. Um, you got anything else to say about this movie? I do not. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our final uh, trailer of the week. And that is the first official trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is, oh my goodness, I forget the director's name for that. Quentin Tarantino. Thank you. You're going to reference fail me for that, aren't you? No, I won't. Because that's, that's a brand new thing. Okay. All right. So I'll be a little nicer when it comes to like brand new shit. You're a good person. <laughs> uh, um, 
You didn't really see a lot in this trailer. Mostly just like shot after shot after shot. Yeah. Literally, uh, the beginning is just them talk. Uh, was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character talking about uh, what a stunt double really is to him? And Brad Pitt making a dirty joke about it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. I have to admit that. I have a hard time buying Brad Pitt as a stunt double for Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. They, yeah, that that's a stretch. Yeah, that's a very big stretch. Like they don't even have like the same body type. No, they don't. Like and that's Leo's... not like a shame on either of them. It's just yeah, like Brad Pitt's like a Greek god, and Leo's is like a little stringy kid. Wow, he is. How dare you say that about DiCaprio? I. It's not like a bad thing. I, like I'm taking. I used thing. to be a stringy kid. I'm Ish. just kidding. <laughs> Ish, but eh. It looks it looks good. It does. It doesn't yeah. look like something that I'd go see though. Really? I'll still go see it. I mean not like maybe like a five dollar Tuesday. You're cheap ass. Well, yeah, I'm a little cheap. <laughs> we know this already. I know. Don't worry, I am too. Um yeah, I'll I yeah, I'll probably be on the same boat as you five buck Tuesday. Maybe matinee, but I would not do like an evening showing. Yeah. Uh, I'm me not either. gonna pay ten dollars to see it. So, one out of three. Uh, number one, Toy Story 4. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. Oh, dude, you know, we totally forgot to include one. Which one? Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're so dumb. Okay, let's talk about that really quickly. Uh, yeah, uh, I am so excited for this uh, season. I think it's really cool that it's taking place during summertime. Um, just how, like, it, it's really showing, like, how, you know, like, they can't stay kids forever. They got to grow up. And I love how at the end that lady points out to Steve, how many kids are you friends with? <laughs> so, because, like, don't him and Dustin, like, have their own handshake and everything? Yep. It, it, they sure do. Yeah, so great. Uh, um, so, I yeah, I really have, like, nothing, like, negative or anything to say about that trailer. Just, like, it's so great. Um, so that's number one. I'll give you that one. That's that's definitely number one. Um, number two, I'm gonna give the long shot. I would too. Uh, number three, I'm gonna actually give it Toy Story four. I would too. And then number four. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't really do anything. It doesn't for look me. like my kind of movie, but yeah. I'll still see it. Um, and I, I'm just hoping for a miracle with Toy Story four. Yeah. Everyone's hoping for a miracle <laughs> Toy Story 4. Yeah. Um, all right, shall we move into our main event of the evening? I say let's do it. All right. It's time! Time for the main event. Let's play game. All right, so our main event of the evening will be our All Bros breakdown of how to drape... How to drain. <laughs> How to drain your dragon. <laughs> the shitty spinoff. There you go. <laughs> uh, our review of How to Train Your Dragon 2. Uh, and before we start, we actually got a uh, viewer question. Or not question. I'm sorry. Uh, an answer uh, for our uh, question of the week that we posted. And if you would so gladly read that, Caleb, that would be fantastic. Yep. So our question of the week 
was your their favorite species of dragon from the the series um and everything so we got an answer from our good friend at tailgate talks uh vic uh, he said, after watching the third installment of that series, I realized the same thing. Brielle Albers, my lovely wife, said, they have cat-like characteristics. I hate to say that. I like the Night Fury because he's, in my opinion, one of the lead roles. But I like Toothless because he's more like a dog than anything else. I like the way he looks, too. Likes the way... Like... I, likes... The way he looks, too. <laughs> Definitely more style, but Astra's Dragon is a close second. Ooh, yeah, I love Astra's Dragon. Yeah, that one's pretty badass. Um, yeah, for like, you can't beat the design of Toothless. You can't. And after, like, watching the second one, I love Night Furies even more. Yeah. I think the only one that, like, I think has a really cool design that, com- that somewhat compares is the the alpha yeah can we okay before before we start this review um yeah that blew my mind in the movie i did not think that they were going to bring that shit in like i was like wait alpha what what the shit (laughs) um so like when he was able to he or she whatever um was able to like turn all the dragons against the humans especially toothless and you know toothless spoiler alert spoiler alert kills hiccup's dad like my mouth was wide open i'm like what in the ass (laughs) yeah that was a that's pretty freaking shocking right yeah uh holy shit but it's cool that uh hiccup not hiccup damn it toothless i'm sorry um is now the alpha of the dragons so that's awesome yeah that comes into play in the third one really well sweet so yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. It still bugs me it was not named How to Train Your Dragon 3. I'm sorry, I just got to point that out. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Inconsistency, DreamWorks, come on. But very consistent in quality. True. Well, I don't know that yet. I haven't seen the third one, but yeah, you're probably right. Okay, so those of you that are new to our uh, our breakdown system, we split the movie into a bunch of different categories uh we split it into story uh the theme how the acting is character development um the music the effects uh costumes and then just a general genre grade which i think would be like an animation adventure animation adventure yeah i would agree yeah so we'll put in animation adventure so let's get to our first one our first category which is story i'll admit i liked this one a lot better uh, i did too i thought um i thought it was really cool how they progressed um the bond between hiccup and toothless uh to where even though he had Hiccup had that flight suit that he made, he basically trained Toothless so well that he trusted him to basically pick him up if anything went wrong. Yeah. 
Um, there were a few issues that I had um, with like how it progressed. So it starts off with like the uh, the dragon racing, mm-hmm. which looks friggin' fun. Yeah, I'm in it. Other thing that uh, is definitely important, it's been five years since the first Savage Dream Dragon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's been five years, but Hiccup and Astrid kind of, or Hiccup finds this island, Astrid flies to that island, and then they see smoke on the horizon. They fly to it, find these people that are hunting dragons for this Drago. And that was something like the uh, like that I I really liked like I it felt believable that they would fly and end up finding some dragon hunters. What I didn't buy was when Hiccup was flying away and ran into his mother, like how she her character was introduced. It just kind of felt like boom out of nowhere. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. That was kind of sudden. Yeah, but from that point on, like, after you can, after you kind of have time to swallow the whole, his mother just appears out of freaking nowhere. Yeah. You do, like, the story progresses very well from there. I I completely agree. Um, I really was, like, out, like, after the second watch that I had. Because I watched it last night. Same. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, when she kind of kidnapped Hiccup or kicked him off Toothless and Toothless was like drowning. I was oh, like, yeah. are you like, she's a, like, I knew she was a dragon lover. Like, I knew it was his mom. I knew it was she was a dragon lover. And I'm like, are you, you shitting me? <laughs> like, you're not even going to try and go help. Yeah, that's a good point to like think of it that way after seeing it a second time. It's yeah. like I've seen how much you care about these creatures, but yet you're letting your son's dragon just basically for the first like twenty seconds fend for his life. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "Do we really know you? Really? Are you really a dragon lover?" Yeah, so I say the the progression of the story worked a little bit better in the first one than this one. Okay, I'll give you that. Because of the forced mother intro. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, any other n- notes that you have on the story? Not really. I think um, like uh, Drago, right? Drago. Yeah. I thought his uh story was very good. Um. I thought it was interesting how, like, he thought that basically as long as he had the alpha, like, he could do whatever he wanted with the dragons, but towards the end, he finally discovered that that's not true. Um, so, all the characters, I know this is, like, this is, like, going off, like, character stories, sorry, but, like, all the character stories, uh, the main ones, even the sidelined ones, I think played a very important part in the whole story entirely. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of what I would grade it. Because we grade um, the first movie story. So the first one, we graded at an eighty, 
and I think that's pretty in line. I would give it like an 85, a little better. Really? Yeah. Even with the forced mm-hmm. mother entry? I still, I still would. Should I do agree and disagree here? At the, so, okay. What's what your, what's your argument? What's your argument for 85? I think, um, I hate you. Um, I don't know. I think it was, uh, just, damn it. I hate you. 80 fine. <laughs> I was going to say it's like, you know, it really feels like hiccup store, but that was the same thing about the first one. So I really can't make that argument. Yeah. Like I would 100% give it 85 if they gave it, gave his mother a better entrance because she was such an integral part of the story and she just kind of appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it was, okay. that was plot convenience. That, yeah, true. And maybe lazy writing. Yeah, good point. Like, I personally would have introduced her by them attacking more dragon hunters and having her just kind of come in and, like, attack them with the ice dragon, the alpha, the ice breather, and then have them just kind of meet that way, not her just kind of appear in the clouds. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. I would agree with that. Yeah, so that's my argument for 80. And I'll accept your grade. <laughs> okay. Um, what about theme? Because I think there was a lot that you could take. Um, there was yes. a, like a there was a matter of like forgiveness. Uh huh. There. Uh finding yourself again i mean yeah it's the part of the first one but i feel this was also about finding yourself because hiccup doesn't think that he can follow in his dad's footsteps but then he realizes that i can but i'm just gonna slightly do it a little different i think so Yeah. yeah um i don't think that he he had a choice in the matter true yeah, good point. Like, he, he was kind of forced into his role as chief. Yeah. And so, I think he's just trying to do the best that he can. And I think he realizes that that's kind of what his dad did. Yeah. Like, no one really knows what they're doing. They're just really good at faking it. My philosophy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... There was a, also a really good like uh, underlying like family. There was like I loved when uh, Hiccup was trying to snap Toothless out of uh, the Alpha's uh, control, and just like how he keeps putting, um, pointing out uh, tr- like strongly how he's his best friend, and and that's you know would have caused him to break in. I'm just like, guys really are best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so, do you think it like ranks a little higher with theme than the first one? I don't know. Well, let me hear ninety. Not I can give ninety. Okay. Hell yes. Like I think maybe I can go a little higher to like maybe ninety one. What do you think? 
92? I can, too. Or not, yeah, let's do 92. 92? Yeah. Okay, I can give 92. And f- still feel good. Yeah. Okay, acting. So. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very wide range of uh, actors. Yes, we do. So you want to go through them? I would love to. Love to. I'm sorry. I probably Talking to the mic, gosh damn it. Okay, we're sharing a mic, so it's kind of hard. Okay? Fair enough. Yeah, but eat shit. Um, so, with our main actors, we have Hiccup playing Jay Baruchel, who is... All- Wait, am I supposed to be... Oh, Hiccup's that? playing Jay Baruchel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm failing you. <laughs> Gosh, you're the worst. Oh, oh that was amazing. <laughs> oh, that was too good. Yeah, I could. I <laughs> I let the. I blame you for writing it that way. Well, that's how I write it. I put the main characters' names and then I put the actors. No, you're supposed to put the actor and then the character. Whatever. That's how everyone else does it. No, screw you. I <laughs> <laughs> should be failing your ass. Well, you can't. Because you read it wrong. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay, so Jay Baruchel, who is known for The Sorcerer's Apprentice as well, played Hiccup. Is that good? Yeah, okay. it's a lot better. Okay. Gerald Butler. Gerard. Who, Gerard. My bad. I'm yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird name. Yeah. Gerard Butler, who was also in Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down. Right. Oh, wait, was no, he no, in White House no, Down? No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Channing Tatum. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of uh, London Has Fallen. Sorry, yeah, the sequel. He was, um, he was also in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, he was? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. He was the Phantom. Oh. He is the voice of Stoic, uh, the father to Hiccup. Um, America Ferreira, who is, I feel this is like one of her best known roles now, uh, is Amy in Superstore. Um, and she plays Astrid. Uh, Craig Ferguson, who has done a lot of voice work, um, but he was also in Brave. He played Gobber. Uh, Kit Harrington, best known in Game of Thrones. Never seen an episode in my life. Uh, Jon Snow. Oh, that's him? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Uh, he plays Eret. Did I say it right? Okay. Eret, son of Eret. Son of Eret. Okay. Uh, Kristen Wiig, who is known for Bridema- Bridesmaids and Ghost. Busters 2016 um, plays Roughnut. Uh, and then uh, Kate Blanchett, who is known for Thor Ragnarok, plays. Well, that's not what she's known for. Okay, well, that, okay, she's in Thor Ragnarok. She's, like, known for a lot of better shit. <laughs> Are you calling Thor Ragnarok bad? I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying compared to the other stuff that she's done, it's not great. Okay, alright. Like, she was in a Curious Case for of Benjamin Button. You know, I bought that, and I still haven't watched it. Dude, it's so good. And I bought that, like, three years ago. It's so good. Okay, I'll watch it. Gosh. <laughs> uh, she plays Valka. Is that how you say it? Yep. Okay. Uh, and then Jonah Hill, who is... I feel this is one of his best-known roles. It's one of his better-known. Uh, in 21 and 22 Jump Street, uh, he plays Snotlout. Christopher Mintz Plaza. Who is in Kick-Ass, um, Superbad. He's in a lot of shit. Very good actor. Uh, plays Fishlegs. 
T.J. Miller, who is best known for Deadpool and Deadpool 2, plays Tough Nut. And then I'm going to butcher this name. Digimon? Right? Digimon. Digimon. I think. Hansu, who is known well, I think, uh, in a little bit in the MCU, uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. And he was also in Captain Marvel. Uh, he plays Drago. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, he's Korath. Yes, thank you for pointing that out. I had to say that to get his, his face in my mind. No. <laughs> so that was purely for me. Okay. Um, Alright, so let's run down these characters. Uh, first, Hiccup. Uh, I feel just because you know Hiccup's like grown up uh, more in this movie, I did not hear Jay Baruchel's voice. I heard Hiccup. Because in the first one, it felt really weird hearing just how deep Jay Baruchel's voice is coming out of a teenage boy. Yeah. It was a little funky. Yeah. So it, it works so much better at this movie. And I barely saw Jay Baruchel. So. Um, did you think he did good? I thought he was really good. Um, I think he did a lot, lot better acting in this than he did in the first one because there were a lot of lines that just you could have taken out and still had a decent movie i can agree but in this i i felt he did a lot better okay um all right i'm like looking in the wrong area uh next up we got stoic who was played by gerard butler well we have to grade jerry baruchel oh i'm so sorry so what would we give Jay? I literally had no problems with his character, like his voice in it. So A. Or A minor. No, like a number, dude. Five. We get the grade at the end. Five. Gosh damn it, you should know how this works. We're only like four episodes in doing this way. You gotta at least give me five. Fine. Thank you. You better not screw up the next okay, one. Okay, wait, so is the acting one through ten or is it still one through one hundred? One through a hundred. Okay. 95. That's fair. Okay. Was that what you would give him? That's about what I would give him, yeah. Okay. Maybe um, a l- if I would give him a little lower, it just for nitpicks, but I'm not going to nitpick because of how much better he was in this one. Better not, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Stoic, Gerard Butler. Um, great voicing, and I loved his character arc in this movie. I did too. I loved Stoic. Um, I really I, loved how he wasn't mad at um. I'm sorry, uh, Valka, uh, just because she'd been gone for twenty years, and just, he didn't like blow up her at all. He's just like, dude, he's a big softy. He is like, he plays rough and tough, and he can back it up hard. Oh yeah, but. He's a freaking softy. Yeah. And I uh, really appreciate that. I, I do too. So, I'm trying to think of anything that he said or did that was, like, out there. But I can't think of a damn thing. Yeah, I can't either. So, maybe like a 90. Should we do 95 as well? I'm thinking, 
I'm thinking 95. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to dock a little bit for his singing. Because I've heard him sing better. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Alright, next up we got America Ferreira as Astrid. I feel like she had a lot more to do in the first one. She did. She was she was sidelined in this one. Yeah. And I... So I, this is just her acting. Okay. So yeah. with what she was given, how did she do? She did fantastic. I really had nothing wrong with America Ferreira. I didn't either. There were actually I did have an issue. So when she was kind of flirting with Hiccup, it felt really just out of place. Cause she, I think she called it him. Oh no, this that was Jay. Someone called someone Babe, and I was like, "Eh." That was the Jonah Hill's character calling um, Kristen Wiig's character Babe. I think. No, it was like at the end. Really? Yeah, someone called someone babe because it was the, only them two on screen. Oh. And I think like Gobber and someone else in the back. But it it was either Jay or Astrid or Hiccup and Astrid. Okay, I'll have to watch it again. So, uh, ugh, just because that one was so cringy. 90 then? Because <sighs> she did, wasn't in it like a whole ton. Yeah, but we're not judging them on character. Only on voice acting. I know, but if she's in it less and she does something bad, it's kind of... Okay. So I'm thinking 85. Okay. Yeah. Next up, Gobber. Craig Ferguson. I liked him better in the first one. I did too. He's a lot funnier. And he, yeah. Just... He, was, he was someone that you could have taken out from this movie. Yeah, I agree. So I'm gonna be a little harsher with him. I'm saying eighty. I'm I'm gonna say eighty. You're an asshole. I'll think about eighty-five. <sighs> eighty-two. Just. I'll give you eighty-two. Thank you. All right. Next up, Eric Kit Harrington. So he, I think, did a really good job. He was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, uh, any issue I had with him was in character development. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Um, as for acting, there was he did really well. Yeah, I had like nothing wrong with him. I'm thinking '95. Me too. All right, uh, Roughnut, Kristen Wiig. I had issues. I did too. But it's more so with the character development. I had issues with her acting. Okay, let's hear him. She, you could, I had a harder time recognizing Kristen Wiig in the first one and the third one. This one, I could hear her hard. I'll have to watch it again because I couldn't really. Yeah, and like a lot of her lines, at least with like the delivery it was funny, like don't get me wrong, yeah. but it just it, again felt out of place. All right, okay. So I'm not going to be super hard, but I'm thinking ninety. Okay, yeah, we'll give her ninety. All right, next up is Valka, Valka, sorry, uh, played by Kate Blanchett. I thought she did great. I think she did amazing too. Yeah. Um. 
trying to think of any issues I had. So her accent was a little inconsistent. Yeah, kind of was. I'll agree with that. Like there were times where it seemed like a like super thick, and then there were other times where it seemed super light. Yeah. So wasn't perfect. Um, I'm trying to think of other like delivery and everything. Um, all the delivery seemed fairly good. So I'm thinking ninety. Yeah. I'd say that's fair. All right, next up is Snotwell. What? Uh, this is just me. Oh, sorry. Uh, so next up is Snotwell, played by Jonah Hill. Um, I really had nothing wrong with him either. This, uh, this one, I actually, I didn't feel like it was just okay. So in the first one, I could totally tell that it was Jonah Hill. Like that kind of took me out of this character. Um, but with this one, for some reason, I couldn't see Jonah Hill. It actually seemed like Snotlout. So that kind of definitely like pushes up his acting a little bit. Yeah. Um, he was he wasn't in this very much. He wasn't a lot of like. So pre- what he did have was good. Yeah, it's kind of sad that like the side characters from the first one were even more sidelined in this movie. Yeah. Just wait till you see the third. Shit. <laughs> it's not as bad. There, it goes back to about what they were at, at in the first. Okay, that makes me happy. Um, ninety. I'm thinking ninety. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we got Christopher Mintz Plaza, who played Fish Legs. Same thing with Jonah Hill. I saw saw Fish Legs. I didn't see Christopher Mintz Plaza. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, for the character that they they created in the first one, there were some lines that did feel like they should have been out of place, but because of how he was in the first, yeah, it fit with him. So I had no issues with his acting. Yeah. So I'm thinking ninety five. Really higher than Jonah Hill. Yeah. Okay. Jonah Hill yeah. was Jonah Hill was good, but not the his delivery's a little off. It's kinda like nothing special. Like yeah. he didn't really put like his voice acting is just off. Like even when he was did the voice uh in Megamind, yeah. It it fell off. Okay, I'll give you that. I think but I do feel like they animated around it in in Megamind. Yeah. They didn't really animate around it in this. No, they did not. So that's why I'm going to give Fish Legs a 95. Okay, alright. Alright, next up we got uh, Tough Nut, who was played by TJ Miller. He wasn't in this a lot. No, he said like, what, like three lines? Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's kind of hard to judge, but he does really good. He does, with what he's given. What do you think? Ninety-five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then last we got Drago. Yep. And can you say overacting? A little bit. Um. But in some in- instances, it worked. Yeah. I don't know. 
in some it I think worked. It, he was a good villain, so I'm trying not to be so judgmental on the character. His his screaming was a bit much. Yeah. It was a lot. I was just like, okay, dude, like just dial back a little I was bit. Yeah, the Maui kind of vibe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <sighs> uh, I might go lower, dude. Really? Eighty? I'm going. I think I might go eighty because a lot of the shit that he did was was screaming. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm going eighty. All right. Sorry, dude. Should have made better life choices. <laughs> okay. So that that's not right. Hold that's on. a very big number. That is a huge number. <laughs> um. I think that brings us, so I think the average for that is, if I'm doing the math right, 91.2. Perfect. So I'm just going to round it to 91. Yes. Okay, now character development. So let's start with Pickup. I really had nothing wrong with his character development. I loved how he progressed throughout the movie. How, so his arc was really kind of tiny yeah like he was just himself until his dad died yeah and then that's where it was kind of like oh i have to take over yeah but it was him struggling with his dad wanting to make him chief yeah and he's just like i don't wanna i don't wanna through the entire thing and then the tiny little arc when he died and then he's like okay i can do this so, it's it's uh, it's a odd looking arc. It is. I yeah, I completely agree. It's kind of like really low to the ground, and then it has like a little hump at the end. Yeah. So, I don't know. What are you thinking? A ninety. A ninety. Huh. 90's fair. Okay. Alright, stoic. Um, oh, I feel he went some places in character development when it comes to this character. I think he did. Yeah. I think he went... He had a, actually a better arc than Hiccup, I'd say. He did. I completely agree. I think for a lot of the... Like, once he... He was super pushing Hiccup towards being a leader, trying to teach him that you take care of your own. And pushing, pushing, pushing. And then once he he ran into Falka again, yeah. is when it he would kind of change his tune a little bit. He kind of did like little bit in what way i don't know just like you you expected him to be like super pissed at her for leaving him 20 years just just leaving him with hiccup that's true love right there dude oh i don't give a shit who you are yeah no i don't yeah i completely agree so like that caught me off by surprise but that caught me off that caught me off guard yes thank you it caught (laughs) me off guard in the best way 
I thought when I first watched it that he was going to be super mad too. Yeah. But they did really well at animating him in a way that it felt loving. Yes, they really did. It's, oh, it was amazing. It really was. Yeah, in this, I'm just like, oh, you freaking love her, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I might give 95. Yeah, same. Um, Did Astrid really have... Because there's a lot of side characters in this. Yeah. Like, I don't think Gobber had any. No. Eret didn't. Well, Eret had a little bit of one. Yeah. Roughnut didn't. Volca did. Snotlout didn't. Fishlegs didn't. No. Toughnut didn't. Okay, wait. Actually, okay, I gotta talk about... We gotta talk about Roughnut. Okay. So, I feel like the, the only other two that we... Okay, so, actually, we gotta talk about three. Okay, we gotta talk about. Um, so we gotta we gotta talk about Eret, Roughnut, Volca, and Drago. So four, sorry. That's really it, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with Eret then. Okay. Um. Did you feel that he like switched really fast? Really freaking quick. Like, <laughs> damn. I did not see that. I'm like, okay, wait, what the shit, dude? You're all, you're on the good side. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, all because the dragon defended him. I mean, you got to give him props for that. I respect that a lot. Yeah, but, but it's still very sudden. Yeah, the dra- like he could have easily just been like the dragon was just protecting his toy. <laughs> yeah, like point. that's all that really happened there. Good point. Um, other than that, like he had some good character progression, and I think it was cool at the end how um he took over uh the role of being uh Stoic's uh dragon owner. Um, just how he, he you know he's like I'd be honored, It'd be a privilege. That was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I think maybe like ninety or eighty five. I'm thinking 85. Okay. 85 it is. All right. Next up is Roughnut. Yeah, so what so justify this one cuz I didn't feel she had an arc. Okay. So, okay. So actually, okay, I want to kind of talk about the ah! <laughs> Are you okay? I just punched my desk. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Okay. I was pulling my shirt down and it slipped. Nice one. Okay, I, I kind of want to talk about the love triangle here. Okay. That was because I never got it from the first one. Maybe just because I've only seen this movie twice. I never got it that Fishlegs had a crush on. See, I'm already forgetting her name. Roughnut. I didn't think any one of them had a crush I, on Roughnut. I felt Snotlout did a little bit, um, but not Fishlegs. So that like threw me through a loop that they're like fighting for her love and all this shit. And I thought it was funny that she like just kept like rolling her eyes and everything. Like she's like, oh, I do not love these guys at all. And then like it turns out uh, at the end, like she, who does she go for? Isn't it Snotlout that she loves? I think I'm, no, I think it's Fishlegs. Oh, it's Fishlegs? Okay. Um, but just like her and just like how I feel like that just like that. I don't know, like, that love triangle, like, threw me through a loop. I'm like, okay, I never got that from the first one, that they loved her, or, like, they thought she was cute. 
Yeah. Thing. So that's like that's freaking hilarious. But I have I'm I'm trying really hard to grade this like the points that you brought up be not or pretending I hadn't seen the third one yeah. because they completely ignore that in the third one. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, pretty funny. Yeah. So Yeah, this this fell out of nowhere. Um so but they did handle it fairly they well. Did. So you really can't like okay, it's not really like a grading of a character. It's kind of just a point that I wanted to point out. So I, should we grade this one? Um, like, do you think it had like no, I don't an think arc for her? No, I think it really wasn't an arc. It was just kind of like a point that I wanted to point out that like confused me and kind of bugged me a little bit. So yeah. fair. On to the review. <laughs> uh, so we talked Eric. So, uh, Volka. Volka. Yeah. Despite your, I completely agree. Like how like she kind of like just comes in all of a sudden, and how she kind of almost lets Toothless die. Um, seeing her love for dragons and like especially like how she realized how they're like completely different than what people thought they were, and how uh, her dragon. I don't know if they ever they say the name of her dragon. They do, but they I do. I'm really shitty at remembering names. All I remember is Toothless. That's all I remember. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, okay, so one has like spikes, right, and the other one has like two heads. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one with red spikes. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I suck with names. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad with them too. So with her, I felt her introduction to Hiccup was very sudden. It was. I completely agree. But once the the reveal happened and everything, and then she reunited with Stoic, I thought that because she'd been gone for 20 years, not with humans. So yes, there would be like a transition period. With her like readjusting, yeah, she readjusted quick. Yeah, that was that was very So I think her arc would have been better over if it would have been over a period of time where she decided to kind of rejoin humanity. Yeah, but she rejoined them fairly quick. Mm-hmm. Um, after Stoic sang that song, their song, she's like, "Okay, I'm back." Yeah, she, like yeah, that like a song. <laughs> Like, I could sing a billion songs after someone's been gone for 20 years and nothing. Yeah. So I'm going to have to dock for that. And I'm thinking 85. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Okay, should I be worried my lip is numb? (laughs) What? Yeah, my upper lip is numb. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry, I know I shouldn't bring this up, but that's a little freaking me out here. It's probably nothing. Alright, <laughs> next character. Uh, I think we're going to ignore Snotlout, Fishlegs, and Tough Nut, and so Drago. Okay. I don't know if you we can count him as in a character development. Okay. Because he's the point. protagonist. And and antagonist? Sp- antagonist. Gosh damn it. Wow. Yeah. And doesn't really have an arc. He doesn't. He's just evil throughout. Yeah. He was a decent villain, though. He was a very decent villain. Yeah. 
he had actually a really solid plan. He, he, he did. And like I told you, the whole alpha thing like threw me through a loop. I'm like, what the shit? Um, so, okay, so then, yeah, I'm sure you want to trade because it was great. Yep. So, I don't know how to freaking divide these. How do you get average? You add them all together and divide it by four, right? Okay, dude, you're asking a person that is so bad at math that he had to be in special at math in high school. So, I'm sorry, but I'm like the like the last person you want to ask when it comes to math questions. You don't even remember how to do averages? No. Because it's adding them all up. It's adding them up and dividing. How do you... Here, can we just Google it? Yeah, Google that shit. (laughs) It's like sad that we have to resort to Google for math. Yeah, we're friggin' dumb. What was the question again? Average. How do I get an average? Yeah. How do you... Yeah, how do you get an average? An average is... In other words... It's the sum divided by the count. Okay, so that divided by four? How do you average an average? What the hell does that mean? It's like Twilight Zone shit. That's what I did. Okay, so 90, 95, 85, 85. So that's the sum divided by 4. I'm so stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh, I wasn't doing the sum. I was do- Oh my hell. I'm retarded. I wouldn't have gotten it either. If anything, I would have made it worse. So. Okay, 88.75. Should we just round that up to 89? Let's just round it up to 89. Gosh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> okay, music. So the thing that we do different with music is we grade on a scale of 1 to 10. Um, I'm thinking 8. I am too. I'm actually leaning more towards 7. Really? Yeah. The, the They didn't have a, a whole lot of songs. Yeah. But the song that they played, I think it was... Um, the song that they played while Toothless and Hiccup were training at the beginning, the one with the lyrics. Oh yeah, that didn't fit in it very did. well at all. Yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, yeah, I'd have to give it a seven too. Now that you pointed that out. Yeah. Um, effects. So the animation was way better than the first. It was. It was. It kept true to the style. Okay, yeah. It kept true to the style, but it was, but it was better. Yeah, it was definitely a step up. I'd actually give it a ninety. You gave we gave it a ninety five, oh, the first did. one. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Captain Marvel, I'm sorry. Yeah, ninety five as well then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, costumes. I felt that in this hiccups costume felt Oh, or his oh. outfit felt a lot more true to everyone. Yeah, else. it did not look awkward. Um, Valka's looked really good. 
Astrid did change hers a little bit, and hers looked good too. Yep. I think even officially Snot Loud changed hers too. Yeah, so I think like everyone the did. The only one that I felt didn't really fit in was Drago. Yeah, that was really it. So maybe Eric too, because he was working in like icy conditions. Yeah, and he was, was sleepless. Yeah. So it's not a perfect ten. I'm thinking eight. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. No, that does not. Okay, so what's the the genre grade for like an animation adventure? Considering I feel it, uh, the animation as well as like the adventure aspect was better than the first, I'd actually, to me, I'd say it's like a five. It's a step up from the first. I'd have to agree. I would very much have to agree. Yeah, that does not seem right at all. That doesn't seem right in the slightest. <laughs> Let, yeah, the, so the grade that was given... It's a C minus. Is a C minus. Let's see what went wrong here. Why is this, this grade going wrong? Why is our system so flawed? 72? shit uh, okay <laughs> i made an oopsie <laughs> you do so i just forgot to do or to change the uh the algorithm on the average i can't really fault you for that because that was a dumb mistake yeah so I it was it was counting so it thought it was going like 80 92 91 89 and then jumping to seven <laughs> Oh, Yeah, okay. so that was my oopsie. Okay, all right. So okay, got now the, let me hide those again. <laughs> so it got the exact same score as the first one. It did. It actually got a couple points higher oh. than the first one. Okay, good, because I think it does deserve two points higher. Yeah. So the final grade is B+. We've been doing a lot of B plus movies lately. Yeah, but I mean, like at least we're not like doing a lot of like A movies anymore. It seems like it's kind of hard to get to an A. Yeah. On this grading curriculum, which I think is good. Yeah, I th I think it's really good. So yeah, I think that concludes. Um, anything you want to say about the movie? Not really. I it's to me it's better than the first one. It's a it's a great sequel. Mm. Um, and I honestly can't. Yeah, I the the third one's amazing, uh, but this one, I forgot how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, um, I really enjoyed being able to see different types of dragons. That was really cool. like I really like, um, Valka's dragon. Yes, that was ooh so cool. Yeah, and. Uh, seeing Toothless again was fantastic. Um, in this one, like I, I have to agree with uh, with Victor. In this one, Toothless, or in the third one, Toothless is very dog-like with very cat characteristics. This one, he's a little bit more in like a cat way. 
Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And it's especially with the eyes. Yes. So, like, they got the eyes freaking like, flawless. It's insane how close to they are to the cat's eyes. Insane. Yeah, dude. And, like, when they get, like, so when they were getting uh, a, with the alpha and their eyes were shrinking like that. Yeah. That freaked me out because I've seen my cat's eyes do shit like that. And it's freaking terrifying. I've never seen Alexander do that. Oh, it's it nightmare fuel. I pray that I, my cat does not do that. <laughs> like, please, Alexander. Yeah, it's rough. It's 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 scary. Um, but yeah, like there's just so many. I love that DreamWorks has something for everyone to focus on in certain scenes. Like, when he was talking to his mother, or Hiccup was talking to Volca. Yeah. I love how they were having kind of a real heart-to-heart, but there was stuff going on in the background with Toothless, and I thoroughly enjoy that. I did, too. That was, that was a really cool moment. Especially with, like, the little babies. That was so funny. So freaking cute. Um, so, yeah. That's all I really got to say. Highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, if you like the first one, you're definitely going to like the second one. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, I think that concludes this breakdown of How to Train Your Dragon 2. If you liked this episode and want to check out more, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. It's a mouthful. You can also check out our content on YouTube. Um, we just recorded a for a new video today. Yes, so it'll be coming your way soon. Yep, we uh, we have a new thing that we're going to be trying on YouTube. So we be hope sure to check it's out a lot that. better. We think it will be. Yeah, a lot more fun for us. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, be sure to follow us on Facebook. Um, on facebook.com forward slash the all bros no punctuation there or on twitter at the all bros um if you have something you want us to, to discuss in the next episode or a movie we should see be sure to email us at the all bros channel gmail.com or you can fill out our form on our website tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros and we hope to hear from you guys uh next week we are going to be taking a break from breakdowns and we are going to be doing a Ms. Marvel Dreamcast that I will be heading up. Yeah, because I literally know it. No, nothing about this character. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm going to have like a lot of everything. We're going to try something a little new. Well, so what we're going to do from now on with our Dreamcast is come up with a cast, like cast all the roles. And then come up with a story and talk about the what the story is going to be. Yep. So yeah. So with this, I expect great things from you. Yeah. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> okay. I mean, don't don't set me up for failure. Well, now you just kind of pointed out that I should. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. But yeah. So look forward to that next week. And then the following week, we'll be doing How to Train Your Dragon 3. So it gives Rose a couple weeks to see How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Whatever. Isn't that what it's called? Same thing. 
Dude, I'm with you. They should have called it three, but we have to call it what it's called. <sighs> Whatever. You're saying. I'll fix it next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I've, I'm Caleb Albers. Oh my gosh. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And I'm done for today. Deuces. <laughs> yeah, me too. Bye.